morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Under a bush, 
let Satan get out. I'm gonna let it shine. Without light, Without light, lost, wandering aimlessly. Now, for the next few moments, please close your eyes with me. Imagine yourself deep underground in a cave so dark that you cannot even see your very hand in front of your own face. And though it were there, though it were right there, all you can see, all you can feel is that consuming darkness. A darkness that threatens to overwhelm you. The fear it invokes is utterly paralyzing. to illuminate. And even though that light were far off in the distance, the very presence of that light brings hope. Hope that the darkness of that cave would not overcome you. Hope that you are going to make it out. Hope that everything is going to be You see, light changes the very nature of darkness. So is it true that even the smallest of light can overcome darkness? Yes. Yes, it can. And yes, it will. On that holy night, over two thousand years ago to a world a world that had forgotten with their eyes closed and their ears covered light came into this world up until that point that light it had been dimmed but not extinguished it had been quieted but not mute. And as that hope and as that light burst onto the scene in the dark quiet of a night, as that star shone over Bethlehem, angels appeared to shepherds as they watched their flocks, announcing the birth of the one that would come and redeem mankind, the one that would save this world from their sin. As those shepherds, as they began to sing, hope, hope erupted like an inferno. Its whisper crescendoed to a mighty roar. Because a great light 
had entered the scene and with it hope that everything was going to be different. On that night, our Savior was born in a stable, a place so seemingly void of hope. Why? Why would a king choose to be born in such a lowly place? Let me tell you, when people need hope the most, they are often found in the lowliest of places. Whether in their mind mentally, in their spirit, or in their body physically. You see, light reveals truth. And it will speak truth. To everything that is false, in shadows in the darkness which instantly begins to lose its power its grip its hold you see darkness it rules when there is no light why is that? because when light enters the scene it wins every single time Darkness cannot create more darkness, but light, it can create more light. So I compel you today, allow the light of the Lord Jesus Christ impact you, to draw you, to soothe you, and to comfort you. It was on that night that heaven's long-awaited promise to a dark and dreary world was finally born. A king, a savior, a Redeemer, the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, next week, next month, next year, for the rest of your time, I urge you, open your eyes to His light and open your hearts to His hope. Love, it is the answer to everything.
the preferred response to any situation. Real love, real love is there when you need it. It is always there. It does not hide when things get hard. Even when your mistakes would make you feel as if you should hide, love will seek you out every time. Kind of like Adam and Eve in the garden, hiding in their shame. Love, it still covered them. No, it never hides. In fact, it is quite bold, even when it is soft and subtle. The poets have tried to describe it. Hollywood attempts to mimic it, but their stories fall short. They cannot capture its essence. Love is found through personal experience, given or received. Love is tough. Love is warm. Love is what is always needed. Love will go the extra mile, take the rocky road, climb the higher mountains, sit quietly beside you, or help you carry your heavy load. Love is patient. Love is kind and long-suffering. And it always walks on the bright side. Love is what everyone needs. When life is like a storm, a raging, seemingly never-ending storm, love is security. Unfortunately, it will not always end the storm, but it will comfort through it. When life's waves seem larger than the vessel that you are in, it's so easy to turn on the vessel and blame it for its lack of ability to get you through. But is the boat to be blamed for the storm? Is God to be blamed when things don't go just right? What love does, what it truly does, is brings peace at such times. 2,000 years ago, in an unpretentious place called Bethlehem, love was a young mother's warm embrace to her infant son. Though what that love had asked of her was not easy. A virgin birth is not so easily accepted by friends and family. And yet, she carried her burden willingly and gave birth to the Messiah under the eyes of scrutiny. And what did that love and courage bring into the world? The Prince of Peace. Love in the face of uncertainty brought peace. When the storm is relentless, love is the vessel that carries you. And when your perspective is right, you will have peace in the knowledge that love will see you through. Peace. The world seeks it, trying to obtain it by means of force or talk. But peace is obtained through release. When you let go and let God, that fact alone should bring you peace. You, you're not in the driver's seat. He is. 
on that night as a young, exhausted mother struggled and pushed to bring life into this world in the most humble and raw environments, peace was born. In the eyes of the world, her situation was fraught with nothing but hardship. (laughs) A virgin pregnancy, a nine months pregnant donkey ride, no thank you, and labor in a barn. How could anything good come from that? On that road to Bethlehem, she should have felt nothing but fear and discomfort. But growing within her, unseen and only felt through his small, tiny kicks, was the answer to everything. With every step, she was growing closer to the hardest moment of her life, second only to the time that she would watch her son be crucified on the cross. But without the struggle and pain, without the violent exhausting moments prior to the final push would the peace of that release had felt as sweet (laughs) there is a distinct difference in the peace after a storm than the peace felt in consecutive days of fair weather that moment after a storm when you finally come up for air is just so profound in a way that nothing else can be like the fact that you held on and somehow made it through has made you a little smarter a little wiser and a whole lot stronger but if you had given in to the despair you would not be able to do the work required to get you through the storm or to give birth to something new in your life. When Mary began to feel the first twinges of labor, a sense of urgency would have kicked in. Pain is an indicator that something is wrong or that something needs attended to. So, if you are feeling pain in your heart or in your mind, That means you have something to do, something you need to take care of, something you need to let die, or something that you need to give birth to. He offers peace to you, to your heart, and to your mind, to your relationships. He offers peace to governments, to nations, to the whole world. Peace is never free, though it is freely offered It does come with a cost. You have to let go. You have to let go of everything that humanity has always clung to. Greed, pride, selfishness, control, and fear. So when you let go, you free your arms to embrace Jesus himself. And with that, you gain peace. And with that, you gain love. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la, 
la 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 oh what joy this season brings the smile comes from the hope the birth of the savior brought the hustle and the bustle the family and the food the gifts and the fun joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare him room huh prepare him room seems to be a never-ending struggle for the king of kings from the day of his birth to this very moment he is always looking for a place to dwell the whole reason he came and wrapped himself in flesh was to dwell and to dwell with him to abide in him well is to have all the things we have spoken of. Life, or light, I should, I should say. And hope, love, and peace. And all of it wrapped up in a box with this big, beautiful bow on top of it called joy. Joy is walking around with a smile on your face because... You have the inside scoop. God is in control and all is well. Now, joy is not the absence of sadness. Oh no, on the contrary. It is the hope that can be found in the midst of sadness. He said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, and neither let it be afraid. Just as his peace makes no sense, neither does his joy from those sitting in the bleachers of your life. Look at life. Look at it all around you. Families kept apart. Fear of health and life. Financial struggles. The uncertainty about our future. You should not have hope. You should not have peace. And above all, you should not Have joy, especially when everything is falling apart. Right? Am I right? Wrong. See, your circumstances would try and dictate your response. Fear, anxiety, anger, despair. But believe it or not, you choose to react this way chasing the fickle wind of emotions 
The thing, though, that can change that response for your good is one little word called faith. So, when life hands you lemons, can you still smile? Or is that glass just a little too hard to drink from? Abiding in Him searched for a place for Mary to lay her head so that she could bring life so that she could bring joy into this world the only place they could find was that leftover spot that nobody wanted but that's okay because God is pretty resourceful For you to abide in him and for him to then dwell in you, you're probably going to have to get rid of some stuff to make some room for him. Oh, but don't you worry. You're not getting rid of anything worth keeping. As the shepherds watched over their flocks, by the light of the star that shone over Bethlehem in the lull and quiet of their watchful sleep, an angel arrived to announce the birth of the Messiah. An angel came to them in the, in the midst of their routine at the darkest and loneliest time of night. An angel arrived to announce to pull them out of the mundane and into the miraculous. In the midst of your darkest moments, know that the Savior who came looking for a place to dwell on that fateful night is right here, right now, looking for a place to dwell you see, it is your heart that is his home. It is your mind that is his dwelling place. And when he moves in, he brings so much with him. Isn't it just like God to come in the oddest of fashions? A king. Born of a virgin birth in the dwelling place of animals with nothing more than sheep and shepherds to share in the joy. Isn't it also just like God to use a hopeless situation for your good? You see, he specializes in the hopeless and the odd situations. He will come through 
every time. Every time, every time, every time, every time. Just hold on. Joy comes in the morning. Smile in the face of uncertainty. (laughs) Certain that God is in control and working all things for your good. So this season, remind yourself of that. Hold on to the message the angels delivered. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news, glad tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The angel told them, fear not, because I have good news. The Savior is born. Well, fear not, for I also have good news. That same Savior is here looking to dwell and to fill you with faith and with joy. You must choose to let it all go. And to replace it with faith. See, the interesting thing about faith is that there is a slight degree of difference between faith and fear. They both say that I am believing in something that isn't, as though it is. So, go on. Clean out your heart. Clear out the clutter. Refuse the anxiety. Banish the fear. And invite him to move in. He has come looking to dwell and to abide with you. And to give you light. To give you hope to give you love, to give you peace, and to give you joy. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.